JB's Driving Podcast, talking about movies. JB's Driving Podcast, talking about movies. Come on, girl. Three fools in here talking about movies. I know you want to turn around. Movies! JB's Driving Podcast. Talking about movies. JB's Driving Podcast. Talking about movies. Hey. Come on, girl. Yeah, wonderful. Good evening. Good evening. It is uh, Black Friday. Is it? It is Black Friday. Is that what day it is? Hope you're enjoying the World Cup, everybody. Big game today. U.S. versus England. Is it the first game, or has it been going on for a while? Uh, depending on when this is released, I'll release this in the morning. Um, it will be going on at 2 o'clock today. Oh, okay. What, what Eastern, I meant was, Eastern is that the first time. game no, no, the, no, 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 This will be the second game for us. We, oh, okay. we play We played Wales on Monday. It gotcha. Was a, it was an exciting game. <laughs> it was an exciting game. It was an exciting game. Zero to zero tie into overtime. <laughs> and somebody scored on a uh, guy. Okay. The ball, <laughs> it, it, interestingly enough, what happened was the goalie went to go kick the ball out. Mm-hmm. And hit the opposing team guy in the Johnson with the ball. It bounced off his Johnson and rolled into the goal. Rolled in the goal, just like that. It was amazing. Wales wins one nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it's called the dumbest play that's ever happened ever, in the history ever, of soccer. Ever happened? Yes. Oh shit! All right, whatever. Obviously, we don't know what happened. Recording this in <laughs> advance. In advance, we don't know what's going on. So uh, last week we talked about sidekicks. Uh, oh, Thomas not here, by the way. He's oh, still does it matter? He's still point. recovering from his werewolf mauling at the hands of the werewolves on Halloween. I think he's. I talked to him earlier. He's um, walking with a limp. Yeah, he is. I talked to him earlier. He was on the verge of tears because he actually thinks he's getting released from the the nut house. I mean the the uh, the hospital. Oh, I thought he was crying because he thought he got fired from the podcast. No, no, well, that too. But apparently, you know, well, the, well, he'll he'll talk about it when he gets back next week. Sure. Yes. Anyway. Any anywho. Yeah. Anywho. Um. Our uh, condolences to Brian. Yes. His um website, theduckpin.com, dot mm-hmm. is still going. <laughs> And people still have to fucking go read and listen to that nonsense. <laughs> read it. Told it. Duckpin.com. Never Trump bullshit. Never Cox bullshit. Always a bullshit. All right, cut it off. Mm-hmm. Fuck this. Hold on. How do I cut them off? Oh, you don't know how to? No, no, no. Bullshit. It's got to go on.
It's got to. I, I don't know. I, I don't know how to cut it off. It's like, it just goes. I gotta, it's like Apple. So, like, you know, no, something will pop so up. So, it is shit, is it's what you're shit. saying. No, it's not shit. Apple's a good product. Uh huh. Bullshit. I gotta change this commercial because Cox is gone. So. On the toilet. <laughs> On the toilet. On your phone. Phone. Bullshit. So there is a reason that we've been playing the uh, duck pin commercial early in the episodes because what happened was Brian started whining about the fact, like he's like, oh, I'm not going to update the Facebook page yeah, if no, you don't yeah, run the yeah, commercial. Yeah, yeah. And you guys no, actually, he doesn't sound like it. that. He doesn't sound like that. He sounds like this. You guys. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you guys. Yeah, you guys. The more excited he gets, the higher pitch his voice. Yeah. It's like his his like little nutsack is like perpetually <laughs> squeezed between his thighs. You guys, I just got back from the forest, guys. <laughs> I took my kids on vacation <laughs> to the woods. We went to go. We I thought to climb a mountain. What mountain? Oh, the overpass of Mountain Road. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they were they were running across Mountain Road back and forth. I also I call it the mountain range. The mountain range. Fucking kids. Uh, he took his kids to like all you can eat Chinese buffet. They just watched him eat. <laughs> he got on the kids' meal, as in one kid's meal. <laughs> all you can eat. He just sends up one at a time. Well, they can eat a lot. Oh. Well, he's not eating, and she's eating for both of them. That's right. So she just goes up and gets two plates at a time and hands him one. Right. Because, you know, duckpin.com. Oh, fuck. So last <laughs> week we did Sidekick's uh, kids movie, uh, rip off of uh, Karate Kid. Isn't every karate movie a rip off of Karate Kid? Uh, kind of. <coughs> this today, uh, our movie today, Best of the Best, somewhat of a rip off. But not really. I mean, this is, you know, I mean, if you're going to say every movie that has a uh, person or a group of people learning karate and then getting into a tournament at the end is a ripoff of Karate Kid, then yes, it's a direct ripoff. But outside of that, uh, this is a group of people. It's a team. They're not, you know, the, the only uh, similarity being that Eric Roberts, who is kind of the lead actor, at least he's the best known actor at the yeah, time. That's what I would say. Um, because I think the lead is actually the... Um, uh, what's his name? The uh, Asian guy. I'm trying to remember his name. Philip Ree. Philip Ree. He actually wrote this movie as well. So he wrote. I didn't realize that. So the lead actor wrote the movie. Yeah. Well, that explains a lot then. Yeah. So. Um, best of the best. Well, best of the best is a, is a series of movies. This is the first yes. one. Um, I have. I cannot say anything about the fourth one. Because I never saw it. And apparently Philip Ree came back and wrote the fourth one. So I don't know if it's any good or not. Well, based off the first one. Yeah. I would venture to say it's probably not the best then. That explains why he got all the really, really cool scenes. He got sure. the, he, He's got the motorcycle sunglass montage. Oh, Jesus Christ. 
And Don't he, start with the montages yet. I'm not. And he's also <laughs> he's also the one that has like he's been he has the best redemption arc, you know? He yes. Has, he has a, of course he, he does. And he's at yes. the end too. He's like one of the, his redemption arc is like you have the strength. But Eric is, Re- Rede- Eric Roberts' redemption arc is pretty solid too. It is, I mean, but he comes across as a doofus a lot. Maybe they just they all come across as doofuses yeah, because it's an there. 80s movie. Yeah. So it, it's right. uh, Jesus. Anyway, best let me, of the best. let's do the rundown. Let's do the rundown. Uh, best of the best came out November 10th, 1989. It opened up to 990k, so less than a million dollars. Okay. It's good enough for 14th on the week. It only made 1.7 million dollars total. 1.7 total. Yes, which was good enough for 151st in the year. Woohoo! Oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It opened against Staying Together, which opened in sixth place. Never even fucking heard of that movie. I have n- no idea what that is. The other movies in the top 10 were Look Who's Talking, The Bear, The Dad. Bear. I remember that movie, The Bear. Yeah, it's, it's shit. Every, almost all these movies are shit. Mm-hmm. Dad, Shocker, which I actually enjoy Shocker. Mm-hmm. Crimes and Misdemeanors, Second Sight, Sea of Love, Next of Kin, and Black Rain. Black Rain? Yeah, that's the Michael Douglas uh, action movie where I think he's either in Japan or there's a lot of Japanese people in it. I don't know. I didn't realize that. Uh, Next of Kin is the one with, um, uh, uh, shit, Dirty Dancing. Roadhouse. Patrick Swayze. Patrick Swayze, yeah. This is a little bit of Roadhouse in this movie. There's a little bit of it. A little bit. Uh, anyway. A little bit, a little bit of a shit. So, uh, Eric Roberts. Now, we said he's the most well-known actor in this movie. Actually, it's he, wrong. He, it's probably not. It's yeah, probably James, uh, Earl Jones. James Earl Jones. Is, I didn't think about that. But Eric Roberts is definitely the hardest working man in this movie. According to... IMDb. Mm-hmm. He's been in 700 movies. He's averaged 17.5 movies a year since 1980. How is that possible? That's more than one movie a month. Is he like 17 and a half a year. I'm just saying it's more than one movie a month. Yes. Since 1980. It's insanity. What is it like? Is he doing voiceover work? He's doing everything. He's just working nonstop, apparently. Uh, of course, he is the brother of Julia Roberts. Yes. The better known Julia Roberts. Mm-hmm. And his daughter is Emma Roberts, who is, of course, the Scream Queen. And Really? She's in uh, American Horror Story, and you know no she idea. played Nancy Drew and a couple other no prominent idea. roles. But yeah, so uh, that's everything you need to know about him. Um, this movie was directed by Robert Radley, mm-hmm. who essentially did nothing but best of the best, best of the best two, and some TV. Kind of like Chuck Norris's brother only did. Exactly. Chuck Norris movies. Uh, Philip Ray was the writer of this movie and best of the best four. And he also wrote a kid's movie called Underdog Kids, which I assume is very similar to... It's about him. Best of the best. Um... Paul Levine was uh, the secondary writer and the only movie he ever worked on, Best of the Best. Hmm. Nor it's a pattern with these karate movies. <sighs> exactly. Uh, Eric Roberts, we mentioned before, um, 
James Earl Jones was in this. Of course, he played. Uh, he did the voice of Darth Vader in Star Wars, uh, Episode Four, Five, and Six, all in our suppository. Um, let's see. Sally Kirkland played Catherine Wade. She kind of was the. Uh, she she played the gro- the guru chick. Yes, she was the one. Is like you don't feel pain. She kind of through it. I don't know, but she looks so much like that chick that did all the softcore porn movies. Yeah, around that time. Yeah, it's not her because no. I can't think of her name. But um, what's her name? Yeah, yeah, <coughs> I know. Shoot, and I can't, I can't for the life of me remember what her name uh. is. Anyway, then you had Philip Ray who plays Tommy Lee. He's more or less the star of the movie. Um, Chris Penn, who had passed away back in 2006 at this point, mm-hmm. uh, he played Travis Brickley. Um, weirdly enough, he has been in another movie that we've done. Tu Wong Fu. He played the sheriff. No shit. No. Yeah, remember that? Yes. So uh, then we had uh, Louis Fletcher who played um, Eric Roberts' mother, Mrs. Grady. Mm-hmm. Uh, she had passed away just this year. Actually, she just passed away like less than two months ago. Oh, jeez. Uh, so um, she's best known as uh, Nurse Ratchet for One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Mm. But she's also been in The Cheap Detective, Strange Invaders, Brainstorm, Firestarter, Invaders from Mars, The Boy Who Could Fly, Flowers in the Attic. She played the grandmother. Uh, best of the best. Um, on Deadly Ground, which was a Steven Seagal flick. Did we did. We did I don't think one. we did that one. We it, we may have. If we did, then it's in the suppository. I'm not sure. That's why I didn't I highlight think we, it. I think we did. Uh, two Days in the Valley, High School High. Do you remember that? The comedy with yes, John Lovitz. Yeah, yes. Um, and Cruel Intentions. Good movie. Yeah, I like that one too. Actually, that was one of the movies that I scrolled past on Netflix or Stars. It was one on the and I was like, yeah, it's out there. Yeah, we can do it. We can do whatever though. Um, And a little bit of a uh, bit part for a buddy of mine, Kane Hodder. Oh yeah, he played Bert. And weirdly enough, he has been in the most movies. I only listed the movies that he had been in that we've covered. Mm -hmm. Best of the best. Out for Justice, which is a Steven Seagal flick. Under Siege, yes, Steven Seagal. And Demolition Man. Yes. He was the stunt coordinator for Demolition Man. Did a bunch of stunts in that movie. So those are all in our suppository. Uh, Kane Hodder, of course, uh, one of my favorite actors. Um, I would wish I could say he was a close friend, but he's a, uh, you know. Acquaintance? Acquaintance. How about that? I've met him several times. I've had multiple conversations. Does he, does he with know him. who you are, though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When he when he sees me, he knows who I am. He doesn't know your name is, but he knows who you no, are. No, no. He knows oh, my. He knew my name. The yeah. like when I used to go to all the um, the conventions, the conventions and shit like that. Like the first couple of conventions I went to, like I would talk to him and we'd sit there and bullshit for a while. But you know, I never I just figured he's being nice. Right. But he remembered. My name by oh, cool. like the fourth convention, and then we started. You know, every time I would come, that I haven't been to a convention in years at this point. Mm-hmm. No shit. But cool That's guy, really nice guy. Uh, he's a uh, ICP fan. 
Oh yeah. Yeah, big huge juggalo. No shit. Um tough as shit. Not a huge guy. Like not like super tall or anything. He's just about my height. Mm-hmm. But and and he's not built like a brick shit house or anything. He's just solid. Just solid. Just, he's solid. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Dude. And and he, you know, I would not. I would. I want him on my team. Right. You, you don't <laughs> no matter what's him. going on, I want him on my team because right. I think that guy could easily kill somebody. Right. Uh, he's got all kinds of scars all his, all over his body. Jeez. Like he's got all kinds of uh, you know where he's been burnt and shit like that from stunts that went wrong. He's got his one of his fingers is all half cut off. Jeez. Um, he's got all kinds of fucking things, but you know he's. Nicest guy in the world. Anyway, so get back to this fucking piece of shit. Um, best of the best. Best I, of the best. I think if you were to try to describe this movie, I think the best way to describe this movie is an hour and forty two long, uh, an hour and forty two minute long montage. Yes. My That's God. what this is. That's all it's it is. It's one montage after another after another. I've never seen so many montages. It and is ridiculous. Like, But it's like, it's either self-reflection montages or training montages showing like yep. the uh, like the U.S. team. Their type of training is more like gritty, Sylvester Sloan, Rocky type training. Whereas the Korean team, they were like in a Buddhist temple. They're chilling under a waterfall. They're all in sync. You know, I kind of felt like the exact opposite. Really? I was thinking that the Korean team was kind of like the Rocky, where they're out there in the wilderness and they're cutting wood and doing all kinds of shit out there, whereas supposedly the U.S. team has this highly... Oh, that's right. Uh, they got their computer to test the... Com- yes. And, and it's just like, okay... I can see that. All right. <laughs> Uh, and I and I was thinking exactly the opposite. But the funny thing was, is the chick comes in oh. and she's just like, you know, you with all your high tech gear and everything, they're gonna get killed out there if you don't if they can't control their anger and control their blah 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 blah. And it's just like, what? And then you watch the movie and and all the high tech shit. Basically, like you said, it just computes. There's a computer that sees how hard they yeah, kick. Who gives a shit? Of course, the one time that uh, you know the Bruce Lee knockoff does it, Tommy Lee oh, does it. He right. he, he, he knocks a guy out. <laughs> yeah, who's who's holding a freaking thing, dude? And it's, it's absurd. It's well because he wrote the script. He's oh, like Steven yeah. Seagal writing the script. You know. He gets the coolest <laughs> montages yeah. out of all of them. Gets, you know, yeah, of course was, he does. He and his redemption arc is, you know, the coolest redemption arc at all. Is like the guy he's fighting from Korea killed his brother yep. in a tournament. Why someone is still competing in karate tournaments after they killed somebody yeah, is it, beyond me. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 it's insane. Um. And then he was allowed to be in the Olympics, apparently, yeah. afterwards, because he, he's a gold medalist. Gold, he like, they don't explain it, really, the gold medals. No. They're like, all, all the Korean guys are gold medals. Like, he's had 10 gold medals. They're all the same age. How does he also have a gold medal? Well, they, they said it was different weight brackets. Oh. That's Which, the weight brackets didn't make sense either, because Chris Penn would have to be a heavyweight. Yeah, they all... Yeah, they all Yet, win. he doesn't fight last. No. So that makes no sense. No, it doesn't make any sense at all. 
So it, it's ridiculous. Mean, yeah, the the order for the fighting never made sense. No, and then the one. Well, dude, it, it made sense because the guy who wrote the script <laughs> is going last. Yes, of course. And all like because it's you know team based and all that. And they have to have a comeback. So the the fodder. The, the the first two. The first. The uh the the, the Italian. Italian and the Buddhist. <laughs> And the Buddhist, of course, looks... Uh, when I saw this movie originally, I really <laughs> thought that the Buddhist was um, Anthony... Um, Michael Hall. No, no, no. Anthony... Uh, I can't think of his fucking name from Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah. Anthony Edwards. Anthony. Oh, 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 yeah. yeah when yeah. I saw the movie originally when I was a kid, I thought it was Anthony Edwards. Of course, it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just some dude that kind of looks like Anthony Edwards. You know who looks like um, Beast from Beauty and the Beast? Eric Roberts. If if Eric Roberts were to star in Beauty and the Beast, he wouldn't have to wear any makeup. <laughs> okay. His hair flaring out and all that. Oh, Jesus Christ. He had <laughs> the big hair. The big hair. I, I love when he's talking to the chick whose hair looks exactly like <laughs> his hair. Exactly. It's it, it's kind of weird. Yeah, it's 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 past the prime, too, because this was a late, I mean, early 90s movie, I think. This was 88. 88, sorry. What am I, I, I'm, I'm thinking of sidekicks. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yes. Well, actually, it's in the wheelhouse. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The big hair, yeah. Yeah, sure. the way that Eric Roberts talks as well. The big hair didn't die out until, like, 93. Yeah. That's right. Damn Yankees was still around. I mean, it, it was dying out for a while. Enough. But, yeah, it, it hadn't Take fully me died over, out. Made me over. Yesterday. Yeah. Are you done? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, what are my other notes? <laughs> So uh, I tasked you before you started to watch the movie. I tasked you with finding I, the best line in this movie, and you were I, not able to I was find not able it. To what, find what, what exactly do you think the best line? Of this I don't movie know. Was? I honestly, I don't know. I don't know. Well, you're all, close. You're close. <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> Darth Vader. Oh. Okay, we're at the end of the fucking movie. Yes. Okay, and they're having our, uh, you know, he's fighting the guy who killed his brother. Yeah, and he wants revenge. He's got an eye patch, by the way. He, yeah, of course, he's got a cool eye patch. It falls off. So like he's beating the living piss out of this guy. Yes, and somehow the guy's like, oh, he's getting back up where he shouldn't be getting back up. Yeah, and he's standing there like completely defenseless. Right, keep going. And basically, Tommy is just, you know, this whole time you watch the clock keep going down. Yes. And Tommy's just sitting there thinking, well, you know, do I or don't I basically kill this guy? Yeah, kill my brother. You know, who killed my brother. And he's about to attack him. And you have. With his flying freaking kick that destroys everything. Right. So you have. Fatality coming up here. The coach is standing on the side. <laughs> oh. and we're, uh, Earl Jones is sitting there, and he just starts. He's just standing, staring at him. And as Tommy's about to make his decision, he just yells, no, with like no emotion whatsoever. Yeah. It's one of the most weirdly no. presented lines. And then, of course, Eric Roberts is like, don't do it, Tommy. Uh, Don't do it. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, Jones, like, no, uh, a second time. I'm, <laughs> I'm uh, watching this, and I'm like, I I watched uh, this part, 
And I had completely forgotten it. Like, I did not remember this at all. And I watched it, and it threw me back 30 years that quickly, just hearing that, no, no. It's one of the worst delivered lines in the history of movies. There's so many cringe parts in this movie. Oh, there's tons of cringe. Like, like when they're going around evaluating them in that big circus dome. Yeah. It's pretty much James Earl Jones and his sidekick with a clipboard. And you see him in different scenes within this dome. And the little sidekick's just shaking his head, like, up and down. <laughs> yeah. It's it's just... He's so pointless. So pointless. And then there's Penn walking in with, like, his boombox blaring cowboy music. Oh, my know. God. Oh. Chris Penn. Oh. He, I don't think he was playing cowboy music, wasn't he? Yeah, playing it was cow- like No, it was cowboy music. Southern rock or Whatever. something? Whatever. No, it was cowboy music. Okay, it doesn't it matter. more country he's than got, He's got his... He's got his cowboy hat on, oh. and he's he's a badass. He doesn't care. <laughs> but his first fight, oh. he loses. Doesn't he? In the tournament? Nah. In the tournament, yeah. No, I'm talking about in the first tournament, like when they're evaluating everybody. I thought he no, lost. No, no. The, the guy hit him, and then he beat the living piss out of okay, him. Okay. Well, he doesn't come across as believable. Well, no, he doesn't. No. And I didn't believe him back then. Now, what's even worse is Best of the Best 2, which, by the way, much better movie. Really? Best of the Best 2 is the best of the series. Best of the Best 3 is okay. Mm-hmm. Best of the Best 1, I thought, was the worst of the three. Yeah. Uh, and for good reason. Um, it's boring as fuck. It is boring as fuck. Uh, Chris Penn is actually heavier in Best of the Best 2. Oh, really? So even he's better. even less believable in that movie as a badass because mm-hmm. it's kind of like Steven Seagal now. Yeah. Where he's just, yes. it, it's beach whale time. And, beach whale, and you're yeah. Not, they're, you're not gonna, it's not believable. Right. No matter what you do, it's just not going to be believable. Right, right. And that's kind of the problem with that movie. So anyway, uh, he's not believable. No. His movements are all clunky. There's not, there's the only... Two people, well, the the uh, the Koreans, of course, all of them look nice, flowing yeah. uh, uh, martial artists. Right. Um, Tommy looks good. Mm-hmm. Eric Roberts looks pretty good. He looks pretty good. Um, and the uh, the Buddhist, I think the Buddhist looks pretty good yeah. in you know in his scenes uh, when he's fighting. The Italian dude is kind of just. There, yeah, and Chris Penn looks horrible. He's just, yeah, just unbelievable, completely. And as I said, you have this chick who comes in, who's the kind of like the uh, the touchy feely guru. Yeah, um, you know, and at the time she's she's coming in, she's getting them to do stretches, which I guess you know nowadays would be um, what's that chick called? Tai yoga, chi. Tai yoga, Chi, yeah, Yoga, whatever. Uh, it, you know, back in the day, it was just. You know, getting in touch with yourself. Right. Um, and she plays the... And then she gets all pissed off when she finds out that Tommy's brother was killed by the yes, Korean guy. Yes. And it, 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 there's all... Every single, like, cliche you could it think is of is in this movie. Yeah. And yet it is so... <laughs> boring. Boring. Holy Christ, There's dude. the typical bar scene fight. Oh, my God. And then the whole time the bar scene fight's going on, or pretty much the first, like, 20 minutes of it, it's not that long. But no, you get that feeling where the first 10, 5, 10 minutes of it, Eric Roberts is on the phone with his mom. Oh, yeah. He's 
Yeah, <laughs> she's not that much older than Eric Roberts is uh, while filming this. But um, he uh, he's on the phone with her uh, and and you know, arguing with her with his son. By the way, his yep. son is like eight or nine years old, yep. maybe eleven, but I think eight or nine. And he's saying, you know, and he's arguing with his son about driving the car, yeah, which makes no sense at all. Why you're arguing while this fight's going on? <coughs> because of course Chris Penn picks a fight, and Tommy jumps in to protect him. And then when as soon as you know Eric Roberts realizes there's a fight going on, he's like, I got to get off the phone. He gets off the phone. He walks out. He's walking. And just kind of face jacks a dude yes, who's yes. standing there, which I don't know how I feel about that. Like, kind of cool, but at the same time, kind of cringy. It is. It's, it's, yep. I think if somebody else does that, it's cool. Yeah. But him with that fucking hair in 1989, it's so goddamn cringy. <laughs> it's so bad. It's like... It, that, it, it's, it's, this movie is just cringe. It is. And not good like office cringe. It's it's like it's terrible cringe. It, it, it and again makes you feel. It, I mean, it doesn't make you feel uncomfortable in a way that cringe is supposed to. And considering the fact that in 1989, there was the the kind of cringe that we have nowadays that came from the office more or less yeah. didn't exist in no. films. So this was all done to make these people look cool. Yes. Which is why it's cringy. Yes. So it, it's like, out of the movie, Tommy Tommy is the cool character. Everybody wants to be Tommy, but that's, you know, like you yeah. said, it's because he fucking wrote the goddamn thing. Um, Good, he's got the best montages. That And, and that's it. It's, it starts, you have this backstory with Eric Roberts. You don't get told the backstory with Tommy right away. <laughs> You find it out way later, way, way later in the movie. In a producer flashback. But Eric Roberts is a fighter who injured his shoulder and should never fight again, which makes no sense. It's a shoulder injury. It's a shoulder, yeah. You know, it's not like he's got concussions or something. Yeah, football players who get their ACL repaired. Yeah, it it didn't make any sense to me why he wouldn't fight again. He had a zit on his shoulder. Yeah, I don't don't know. So... If you fight again, you could really hurt it again. Hurt it. <laughs> what, You're right. What, what's going to happen? Is he going to die? I mean, what what are you concerned about here, yeah. lady? You're not going to die. You're just going to hurt the shoulder again. And then, you know, of course, you have that scene between him and his son where he's like, I'm going to win it for you, oh. Jack. It's like, ugh. Ugh. So he, they go and they get to this training. He, and of course, you know the ones that are going to get picked, and they get picked. Yeah, because they're the ones that they feature in the movie. Like when they're doing the, you know, that's right. it. everybody else is a generic karate guy in the background. Exactly. So and then you have the bar fight, and then more or less that's the from that point on. It's just it's just a, a at least. 30-minute-long montage. Montages. There's, like, maybe, like, cut scenes between there the montages. There is. That's, it, that's all it is. It's, like, a montage of them uh, doing something, and yeah. then it's, like, they go running. Yeah. And then there's another Then there's another cut scene, which takes, like, 30 seconds, and then there's more montage yes, fighting yes. and running. And, oh. And it's just, like, oh, my. Paul. Getting into shape. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, Jesus I'm about to go Christ. there. The go best ahead. part about all these montages, 
really shitty music. Yes. <laughs> Some of the worst <laughs> fucking, like, I didn't identify any of those songs at all. Did they make these songs just for the soundtrack? I think they did. Because, like, think about South Park, like, Montage. making fun of montages. And that's essentially what you've got going on here. Getting stronger every day. Oh, God, it's so bad. And and, and then, of course, we're, we're two days away from Korea at this point. Okay? Yes. Two days away from Korea. What happens? Uh, Eric Roberts' retarded son gets hit by a car. Of course. And he's in a coma. He's in a coma, Jim. So Eric Roberts is like, I got to go. I got to go, my kid. If, if you go, you're off the team. If you leave, you're off the team. Yes, I can't do my Darth Vader voice right now. If you leave. <laughs> no. No. If you're, you're if off you the leave, team. You're off the you team. You can't come back. So he, he leaves. Yes. I've got to go, coach. So he runs home. His son's in a, in a coma and we're not sure when he's going to wake up. And he walks in the room, and the kid immediately wakes up. Yeah. Because the he magic the powers. He, yes, the magic powers of Eric Roberts comes through, and they're just like, you've got to go. Go. So he, he. Montage. Yeah. While this is going on, yeah. there's another montage <laughs> going on because Tommy just left yeah. because he just he can't let go can't. of his fear that he's going to kill this guy because yeah. that's the whole thing he's so afraid to let go because he's afraid he's going to kill, kill him yeah. because he's so powerful yeah. and the one time he lets go he kicks the fucking bag and the bag the bag goes flying and the the uh, Buddhist guy goes flying and right then down. Tommy starts crying and he's out the door he's putting his he fucking glasses away just in time for Eric Roberts to come back yes He's like, Tommy, you can't leave, Tommy. Oh. My, it's just like, what the fuck is going my on? My character is too strong. Too strong. This is good stuff. Too strong. And I have to hold back. And his penis is too large. Too large. To do knee kicks. That's right. Montage. I like All of he- his kicks have to be full leg kicks because his penis cannot bend. Right. Look at the, the movie's called Best of the Best. Yep. And the three first American guys just get wiped out just yep. like that. Oh, yeah. Not quite Best of the Best. Nope. Eric gets his shit kicked out of him. Well, Eric yeah. Roberts gets his ass kicked, but he still kind of wins the fight. Yeah. And Tommy's the only one that really wins. Yeah. And the guy he's fighting... Okay, so we have to get to the end. Okay, you, you have the corny scene at the end. Mm-hmm. Where Tommy's won the, but the American, but he wouldn't take that last hit mm-hmm. because he knew it would kill the guy. So the Koreans win; mm-hmm. they win the whole competition by one point, of course. Yes, yes. So uh, the guy who kills his brother comes up to him and he says, "You know what you did was so honorable. You know, say and and I dishonored and and." You know, I took your brother, and I and I regretted it every day. And from this point forward, I am your brother. Yes. And Tommy's just like, okay, and you then know. He gives him the eye patch as well. They right. both wear they matching eye jerk patches. each other <laughs> off and kiss each other behind the fucking stands. And um, <laughs> then he goes and he gives him the gold medal. Uh, okay, so he gives him this fucking gold medal. Yeah. 
and it's it's that's cheesy enough. But then the guy next to him has to go over and give Eric Roberts the medal and and kind of give him you know a little speech like. I know everything about you. And Eric Roberts is crying. And he's like, I know everything I need to know about you too. And then what's funny to me is the other three guys. Cause it's like they won and they, it, it, it just seemed like, okay, well uh, if we don't do this, then what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they kind of just like, yeah. all right, we're, we'll, they begrudgingly yeah, go and right, give their medals right, over to Kicked your ass. <laughs> well, here you go. Here's a participation trophy. And so Chris Penn gives the guy his hat. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's just so bad. It's so nasty. Oh. In every regard, it's so, so cringy. Uh, which, of course, kind of reminds you. Of the end of Rocky Four, where he yeah. gives the goddamn speech in Russia. Yes. So I, I I felt like this was, it's not an homage, obviously, but it did feel like quite a ripoff from Rocky Four. Yes. Oh, that ending was so cringe. Except for some reason, you know, Rocky was the good guy where he had to go and do all the stuff outdoors and didn't have all the professionalized yeah. shit. And yet, in this version, the Americans have all the professionalized shit, but they're still the good guys. Yeah. And I don't know how that works. I don't know but how that works whatever. either. Yep. So, uh, I don't know, man. I, I know there was something else that I'm fucking forgetting. Let me see what I have. This stupid kid. He comes and he comes back, but of course, you know, James Earl Jones takes him back, takes everybody back. Mm. It's it's sappy to the point of cringe and uh, we're not exaggerating about the montages i i swear no, it's is, like 30 minutes of the movie is, is a yeah. straight montage if we're mentioning it if we're mentioning it there's a lot of fucking montages in this yeah movie. and non-stop montage it's like come on like the middle part of the movie is literally a gigantic montage sewn together by two minute scenes right that progressed the story. Now, I will say that the fight at the end, the you know the the tournament itself, was a little exciting. I mean, that there was you know it definitely picks up at the end, but by the time you get to that point, you don't give a fuck. Yeah, you don't. You, there's there because the movie's an hour and like forty some minutes yeah, long, yeah. and they don't get to the tournament until the last twenty minutes, and. They push yeah. through the first two guys relatively quickly. Chris Penn, they stick with him for a little longer. Mm-hmm. Then it's Eric Roberts and Tommy, and then this whole you know closing scene. Yes, it, but it's it just doesn't. It's everything that happens before the tournament is like. They they could have literally made all that in like twenty minutes and yes. extended the tournament for an hour. Yes. I, I I would have enjoyed that a lot more. Me too. And you know what would have been better if they went, they did a tournament, got their ass handed to them, and then came back with a redemption arc and won the next time around. Yes, that would have been better. That would have been kind of like Rocky three. Yeah, you know, uh, or you know, it, it's just. This doesn't, there is no, 
There's nothing at stake. Mm-hmm. Like Eric Roberts literally says, I have nothing else, coach. If I don't have this, I have nothing else. I don't know anything else. I can't do anything else. Mm-hmm. This is the only thing I have in my, my life. And it's kind of like, okay, so he has nothing to lose. Right. Tommy knows he's a, is, is afraid of killing the guy. So yeah. he never really thinks that this guy's going to win. Right. He never is a, he's never afraid of losing to the guy. He's afraid that he's going to kill him while he's fighting him. Yes. So at no point in time do you think Tommy's going to lose either. Right. And the other three people are so inconsequential yeah, they're just, that they don't matter. They're just there. They're just they're feeling, fodder. Yeah, they're fodder to build up. Like it would be it would make no sense for Erica and what's his name to just be the other Yeah, fighters. you wouldn't go two fighters over there and fight. You have to have a team. And the first two lose, the third guy breaks even, and then the last two yeah. guys win. Because you got to create drama, too. Like, they got to start off, you know, they got to come back. The team's got to come back. And you have through Eric Roberts and Tommy. So, I, I, I mean, it's a ton of cliches. It, it's very similar to last week's movie it with is. sidekicks in regards of. And Karate Kid. Well, yeah, but I, I think. Last week's was a lot more like Karate Kid than this is. Yeah, uh, this one is, you know, you do have a team aspect of it. Mm-hmm. I, I I feel like there was n- there is no nerdy guy. You know, that's the di- that's the main difference between Karate Kid and this right. is that you know the Karate Kid's kind of like a nerd you're who right. gets picked on. You're right, you're right. They're These right. guys are the best of the best. Of, of the United States, yep. and they need to beat the best of the best in Korea. So there's never never really that um, angle where they yep. have to overcome something. Oh, one thing that we didn't discuss last week. What? The end of that fucking movie. You did bring up the fact that, uh, that he disappears. Yes, he, like a fart in the wind. Okay, and the magazine's still sitting there. And the family's walking off in victory, and what happens? Oh. A kid in a goddamn wheelchair walk, gro- oh, rolls up that's right. and grabs the Black Belt yes. magazine yes. because there's going to be a sequel to Sidekicks. Yes. Sidekicks 2 with kid on wheelchair. <laughs> it, it, it's just, that was so, ugh, last week, and we, we didn't, so, I had forgotten in that, it. In that sequel... <laughs> the sequel. Chuck Norris shows up and literally <laughs> be, beats his opponent with a kid on a wheelchair. <laughs> he picks the kid on a wheelchair and beats his opponent. They, and the kid keeps flat, having daydreams <laughs> where he, he's on a motorized mo- Like Silver Bullet. <laughs> he rolls in and Chuck Norris is standing on the back of it. <laughs> He's shooting everybody down as he as the guy's kind of just rolling through the <laughs> scene. He's just driving. No matter what he the flashbacks, he's driving something. He's, <laughs> in, a, he's, he's in a tank. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> horse. He's on a horse. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> but he's got to be all strapped in, <laughs> or he ends up fucking just like Superman did. Oh god, damn it! So yeah, yeah, that happened last week. I, I fucking forgot it, but I—that's the one thing I forgot on last week. This week, there's <laughs> nothing to forget. He's Literally, I'm not joking. Horse. The best line in that whole movie is James Earl Jones no. standing there going, "No." no. 
And he says it just like that. No. No. It makes no sense. Turd. It feels completely out of place. And and they, he doesn't follow that up like, you know, no, Tommy, or something no. like that. No, Tommy, I am no. your father. No. No, nothing like that. It's just, no. No. It's, it's, it's I, I don't know what else to say about it. I really don't. Well, you, well, you, why don't you give a grade? I went first last week. Three? I mean, it's another three. It's <laughs> I'm fucking two five. It sucks. Right? I, it's a shitty movie. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go three on this one too, because I did. I did not like this one as much as Sidekicks. <laughs> I mean, it's the montage. The, if you get rid of the is. montage, it's a, it's a forty-five minute movie. It's yeah. You take out the montages. And you take out all the boring shit, and yeah. the movie would be twenty minutes long. It's a tryout, it's training, and they go over there. Yeah, and and the training wait lasts way too long. Yeah. Oh my god. And you know, oh, here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so dumb, and it's not even creative training. Cut, yeah. Like at least you had that in Sidekicks. <coughs> you had you had the scene where the guy comes out. Yes. And he, he, you know, does the whole drunken boxing and beats the shit yeah, out of the like bikers. This is just stupid and, shit. And then he's training them, and he's training them up, and it's kind of like he does some things that are interesting during yeah. the training. It's not great. No. It's not great training like Karate Kid. No. But this one is just boring. It's boring as it's shit. Just it's just running so around a track. He's like, uh, do 20 laps. One That's five wearing, miles. No shit. Go do it. Buddhist guy's wearing a cardigan or something he's doing. It's it's fucking boring. Yeah. It's so boring. Three. No. No, I never want to watch this movie again. <coughs> I I literally have not watched this movie in 30 years. It'll be another 30 years. I mean, I, I haven't watched it since it first came out, and, and I will never watch it again. Nope, never, never. You know, I this one I will remember how bad it is. Like and like I said, best of the best two. Much better movie. Yep. It's at least it's entertaining. Yep. And not fucking boring. And I'm not going to say it's a great movie, but it's a hell of a lot better than this pile of shit. I agree. So I have no idea what we're doing next. We'll um, figure it out. I think we'll try to finish, uh, try to find another Taekwondo karate movie to finish out Thanksgiving, uh, November. I don't even know one at this point. I'll look into it. Unless we want to go for like a cool ass kung fu like Rumble in the Bronx, we'll we'll talk about it. It'll be it'll be a karate movie. So, but uh, either that or you know, we still got plenty of Chuck Norris crap. We out do, there. we do. There's there's a million of those. Or you, we could go in a different direction and go with um, what's what's that movie uh, where the guy goes to get revenge for his family? Three Ninjas? No. Three Ninjas on Thunder Mountain Whoa, with, oh. with Hulk Hogan. Oh. That was a fucking horrible movie. Yes. All the Three Ninja movies are yes, horrible. Anyway, whatever. Bye. <laughs> See you next week. Bye-bye.